<laughs> All right. Welcome to Max Out with Mason. This is Jesse Russell. You already know him from another podcast. If not, Jesse, introduce yourself real quick. Last name Russell, first name Jesse. You know how it is. We just chilling. All right. Well, this is going to be a, a longer podcast, about 40 minutes. Uh, we're going to dive deep on friendship and how having friends that are like you can help and improve your life. And then we're going to also dive deep into the importance of waking up early and our experience with waking up early in mine specifically in the past, uh, past few weeks. And then we're going to talk about valuing action over thinking and the processes of action and how action can produce results in life. And then after that, we're going to go deep into life's aim, self-image and Ikigai and how us doing a little workshop clarified our life and how vision helped our life progress. So yeah, Jesse, hey, you need to uh, you need to stop and restart your video real quick because it's there you go. Dude, I, I don't know. I just, I'll just let I'll just let you know when it yeah, does yeah, it. it. Whenever it does, it just something. But yeah, right. so let's start off with having friends who are successful and doing things that you are doing as well. So uh, first, of all, first of all, not you don't feel alone. Right. You know, you, you, you can relate to your homie. Like I relate to you. You're the only fucking person. First of all, disclaimer, anybody who doesn't know this, me and Mason have literally been friends since third grade. Third like, grade. We've known, we've known each other for like coming up on 10 years. So yeah. like we've always been tight. And now we've only the past like two years really been on this personal development shit. And it's so dope because throughout all the friends we've had, like throughout all the friends we've met or the people we've met in our lives, like we've always like just stayed homies, like we stayed tight. So it's so it's so dope. Like first of all, just having a person in life that you're always close with, but then also to a different level when you're actually doing the same kind of work, the same kind of minds. You know, you, you both have the same kind of mindset. You both have you're both chasing. You know, what I'm saying that that same vision and, and trying to better ourselves. It just makes it so much easier because if you're just alone um it sometimes can get you know what i'm saying like you like in football me and mason used to play football we used to always hear our coaches talk about you got to push the person next to you, you know what i'm saying so it's like that same concept of life right and like you said it can get lonely with this uh personal development journey and having someone to relate to and someone to push and hold yourself accountable with um like, for example, back when we were first starting, we would hold ourselves accountable with like little goals like meditation habits and uh, making videos and all kinds of stuff like that. And we would hold ourselves accountable. Waking up early was a big one. Like, I remember we would always call each other to make sure that we woke up in the morning. And uh, it's just good to have someone that holds holds you accountable and does similar to things, similar things to you. By the way, you need to restart your screen. Um, similar things to you. Because. If, if you're the only person doing something and you have no, like, you have no people to talk to about it, you have none of that, um, it's going to become a very, very lonely journey. And a lot of it's going to become just like, you have to completely rely on yourself and independence can be good, but the step above independence is interdependence, which is uh, depending on yourself and others for different things and uh, letting your dependence spread out which is a good thing in the long term so yeah um to touch on that more as you grow as a person as you grow your business whatever you do um someone to have nearby to help you with a project or let's say your finances start growing to ask for financial advice to ask for for moral and ethical advice like if you're uh, if you're on a decision and you're like, I don't know what I need to do here. I don't know what's the better decision. What am I going to regret more? If you have someone that knows you very well and someone that's on this path with you, you can discuss it with them and they'll help you clarify your decision and uh, it'll all become clear. So any more thoughts on that? I'd like to elaborate for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, just like I said earlier, like being able to relate to somebody on a deeper level not just like oh i'm going through i'm going through you're going through like no like we're on a deeper level of life we're, we're figuring out and experiencing and living a different level than everybody else around us so we can relate on a different level you know what i'm saying like the discipline that it takes to do the to, to walk the path that we are walking like 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and you, if there's a fucking jungle and there's a path that everybody walks down the middle, me and you are like the two out of a thousand people that are just going to go through the brush and whack through the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. we're just taking the, le- the less traveled path. So it's just dope to see somebody. Um, it's dope to have somebody close to you growing with you. And you can, you just push each other. Like I said earlier, like just keep on pushing each other. And then what happens is like, I remember me and you were going for a run one day. We remember that run we took and, uh, and you got mad at me because I was like, let's go down this road, this extra road. And then I was like, we're, we're, I hope you know that like we're kind of in in competition, but we're disconnected from the results because if I'm pushing you to do better and you, and I see you make progress. And then let's say I'm slacking a little bit and you push me, it's like me and you, because if you're like, here's the crowd of everybody, like, there's also people who are trying to self-improve also, but then like, let's say that they're alone. Right. And they're trying to do this shit alone, but then there's me and you, right. Uh, we separate ourselves from that pack because me and you are pushing each other. And it's like me and you are like pulling away from the other people because me and you are constantly challenging each other and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So having, having somebody that you can do this with makes every, it just makes it more fun because you, you, you see the progress in both of you. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's my thought. That run was funny, bro. I had to poop so bad near the end. This motherfucker, bro, he had a he was gonna shit his dude, pants, dude. It was so bad. I remember I was so sweaty too. I'm not even gonna say it. You you can imply what oh, I was gonna say. God. You need to reset that your camera again. Bro, well, my camera. Um, <laughs> my camera. <laughs> hey, hey, at least at oh, least yeah. we can tell. Um, but yeah, there's also this statement, it's like the top 10 people you spend the most time with is who you become. And you're a product of your uh, your friendships. So and that's that's like it's proven by science, like that's backed up by studies, like whoever you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with obese, fat people, you're going to obviously have a higher risk of obesity and becoming fat. If you surround yourself with stoners, you're going to probably become a stoner eventually. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> if you. uh if you surround yourself with people who hate school and I'm not saying school is necessarily good, but this is just an example, um, then you're going to start probably hating school. Um, if you surround yourself with people who don't wake up early, who don't, uh, who don't meditate, who don't exercise, then you're probably going to become a person very similar to them because you think that's the normal. Um, cause humans are social creatures and whatever we perceive as the normal is what we see others doing because that's, that's, uh, that's what's familiar and relatable to us. And that's what forms our self images, our interpretations of those situations and of those people. And then that forms the self image for yourself. And then based on that self image is how you act out every single action in your life. So if you surround yourself with good people, you will reinforce a positive self image, which will obviously create a better path for your life. Yeah. Like, no comment you feel me that was pretty good all right so So we'll move on from there so now we got the importance of waking up early i'll touch your thoughts first because you're you're the master of this you're better than me i ain't even i i'm better than not the master but you're better than you i'm better than you but look Mm -hmm. uh no like okay first of all let me just say something i woke up well today out this is the earliest i woke up all summer uh i woke up at like 4 45 and I just got up. I was like, I could have went back to sleep. I was like, no, nah, fuck that. Um, but when you wake up in early, this is what I do. I wake up early in the morning and I go outside. I go outside because I, I, I hear nothing. I like to hear silence. The moon was out. It was beautiful as fuck. First of all, if you, if you get up early, it's going to be very, very peaceful because the world is waking up at six, seven, eight. You know, our people of our age, you know, most of the people who are 16, 17, 18 years old around that age group are waking up at noon because they were up till four. You know what I'm saying? And so right. when you wake up early, you know, early bird gets the worm, right? So first of all, you just get a peace of mind. It's just completely silent. You could, that's a perfect time to meditate, perfect time to get your mind set for the day. Um, you just get a fucking, you just get a jump on the day. And you just, you just get like today I will, I called Mason at like five, what, five, five thirty. 5 30 i set my, my alarms pers- for 5 50 and you woke me up at 5 30 yeah, i was like yeah what? so 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 literally so literally uh like from my perspective looking at you today has been your most productive day you've had in a while so yeah like you, you can just you 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 just like literally waking up early is very important if you want to have you know start the ball get the ball rolling for the day as far as mental clarity mental momentum you know, yeah 
like all 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 the everything just improves when you wake up early just because you first of all you feel proud of yourself you know how proud of, you know how proud of yourself you are when you wake up at, like hella early super you know you know you, you know the feeling as soon as you wake up and you look at the clock and it's 11 30 or 12 o'clock you're like you yeah. just get that disgust you get that disgusted feeling because you're like i just fucking slept right it feels so long, it man. feels utterly average to wake up at like it, 11 12 it, you literally bro. you feel disgusted in yourself but then if you wake up at 4 5 6 a.m um you're just gonna feel accomplished and you're gonna have that mental um that mental victory and studies show even after victory your testosterone is boosted and like if you're a male testosterone is like your achiever hormone it's gonna do everything for you and so if you have a if you have a victory every single morning waking up early that's gonna be like the foundation of your just productivity is that Mindset. victory that, right. that positive mindset like i don't know i don't even know if it was you but it, it was talking about uh they were talking about positivity isn't just like looking at life in a positive way it's not like yeah oh, I I'm said gonna that. Go. yeah you so it was you yeah it's about it's about actually like positive change within yourself like not just looking at like yeah like like not just looking at the world and be like oh i'm gonna be positive to, no like so but waking up early like yeah, it just gives that positive. It gives that feeling of accomplishment, like you said. You just start your day off good, bro. You just start your day because when you wake up, because you know what you do in the first like thirty minutes of your day is set, sets the tone for the rest of the day, pretty much. For me, at least in my experience, like yeah. I woke up at your, I woke up at your house uh, like two days ago at like eleven thirty after we stayed up hella, hella late, and I, I was pissed off because I had to do homework. I hate homework. I hate homework with a passion. But I had to do it, and I start, I started my day off like I was like, man, fuck this, and then it kind of, it kind of carry on. It kind of carried on throughout my day and, and then like today and yesterday i woke up fucking early did my morning routine and you know, i was perfect you know what i'm saying so right. how you start your day so like yeah you, you understand what I'm trying to say. reset your camera real quick again <laughs> yep. but hey um, you know what i'm saying hey this is a 300 hp you feel me it ain't gonna be great <laughs> yeah hey, we're chilling day. bro we're chilling um but yeah waking up early it's like like i said you start with a victory and uh what what happens when you wake up early is like your mind is more clear. There's not a lot of noise. You need to reset your camera again. I don't know why it froze. Um, <laughs> All right, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, to get the momentum rolling, let's talk about that. Um, I don't think I don't, when you first wake up, definitely no phone. I don't think you should work right right in the morning. Like with a, within the first hour that you're awake, I don't think you should do any work whatsoever. I think it yeah, should be all just, focusing on relaxation and yeah. a morning routine, like a solid morning routine, like right. uh, reading affirmations, um, thinking of your core beliefs and values, yeah, drinking yeah. water, visualizing meditation, general relaxation, going outside, breathing deeply, making your bed. Um, all that stuff I think is the best way to start your day. Maybe a cold shower. I think you should save your work for once you get that ball rolling and once you're yeah. mentally clear. Yeah, and bro, just uh, like, ready for the day. There's this uh, in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. And it talks about money, but it it goes into what we're talking about. People wake up with the fear of not having money, and they hit the ground running, going to work. They hit the ground running, getting ready for their day. They hit the ground running. You know, set, getting shit ready, going around the house, flying around the house, getting ready for their day on autopilot, right? You know what I'm saying? They they don't they don't take any from the second they wake up. The first thought is I gotta get I gotta get going I gotta get going I gotta get going, and then they just go throughout their day on autopilot and assess them. It's just like it's unhealthy for our mental health. So if you take time in the morning, let's say you got it. Let's say you have to be getting ready and leaving the house by seven o'clock a.m. Right? You need to be getting up at at 5 30 so you have an hour you know what i'm saying of that time where you can get your mind right for the day like you know doing your affirmations going to your core beliefs and you know reviewing why you're doing all this in the first place and then get ready for your day and then go like mindfulness it's all about mindfulness it's just too many people and this is a pro i feel like this is a really big mental health killer they just go on their day autopilot they just they don't think they and then and right. then that leads that that leads them to doing things they don't enjoy which then makes their mental health worse and uh, it's just all chain reaction these things but if you just get up early get a jump on the day you know like you said calm yourself down relax do your whatever habitual practices you get your mind ready for the day 
and then uh, you handle situations through the day better. It's just all positive. So, right. Yeah. Um, to touch on what you were talking about, I think that the brain has a tendency to go monkey mind, and um, also you have a tendency to go on autopilot. So what you can repeat to yourself is some questions like, what is my alternative? What else could I be doing right now? I repeated that to myself when I started to lose focus today. I would say, what is my alternative? And often it would be sleeping or just waking up, feeling groggy, feeling horrible. Um, And then who is my authentic self? You ask yourself this. Um, The authentic self is you when you've maxed out your possibilities. Um, And you need to ask yourself that question very often because you want to know where you're aiming. And your authentic self is your true self image. And uh, then you want to ask, what is it that I truly value? What I truly value? And uh, if you just ask these three questions, you can kind of stay out of autopilot. It's kind of like a hack. Um, You just like you notice that you're slipping into autopilot and then you're like, okay, I'm going to ask this question and get back on track. And I also wrote down, um, my phone is ringing for some reason. I wrote down inner peace, clarity, calm, smoothness, and lack of stimulation must be my normal. So basically that means I must stay calm at all times and I must stay collected. And I can't let my being slip out of a state of, um, of calmness. Because when that happens, my thoughts race, I, get, I lose focus, um, I'm not as dedicated in my practice in my career and everything just goes in like a negative negative way basically but yeah, yeah like reset um, your camera <laughs> just reset it like every uh, two minutes yeah i probably i thought about that uh yeah like going like going off what you said with the, uh what is my alternative i always just think about that leo the actualize.org video leo was talking it, it was the uh the something for motivational speech yeah Yeah, motivational speech your alternative is being like everybody else your alternative is doing the habits that everybody else is doing and that is not acceptable for us i can't like like that's like the the ultimate suffering you know what i'm saying when you spend your time because everything adds up when you spend your time like doing things that just you do you don't value that just doesn't it just doesn't even they they have no value they bring no value to you 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 are literally you are living an average life and that is not acceptable in my reality that in my dictionary that's not acceptable so so like whenever i'm getting lazy whenever you know i want to sit down and just chill and i still i'm still it's everyday practice too because i'll catch myself but i always try to fix it right um yeah, I just ask myself, what is the alternative? And I and I, I always come up with the answer. There is no other alternative except for doing the thing that I need to be doing because I don't want to live that life. That like realistically speaking, like I'm gonna just put this into perspective for you and me because we have similar time frames for when this is gonna happen. In a year from now, me and you are gonna be out of our house. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna support ourselves? Exactly. How are we gonna? What is our? We have no. If we do the same old shit, same old, same old. We're going to have no source of income. We're going to have, we, ha- we, we would have nothing built for ourselves. You know, we would have no connections. We would have nothing built. So like we literally have zero, we have no other alternative. The, the only alternative, right. Is, is we would just chill and do our same old, same old. And then in a year from now, we just be sitting at our parents' crib, no source of income, nothing built for ourselves. And uh, yeah, just have nothing, you know, that that's being built and, and no purpose there. There's no meaning. There's no passion. There's nothing. So like you, you look at that and you're like that, that that's not that's not an option. I have to do what I need to do. Like there's no exactly. that's a mindset. That's a mindset I'm in. And now it's just an example for me and you. Everybody else who's watching can apply that to their life. So um, my mindset when I wake up in the morning is, bro, I don't give a fuck. Like if you really want to go inside my mind for the past like two weeks, I'm like, I don't really care anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck about nothing, bro. I'm doing me. I have to. There's no other option. Uh, I can't not work out. I can't not do this today. I can't not do that. There's no other alternative. Right. Because what is the alternative? Being average. And then what is the alternative going to lead you to? Uh, Suffering, comfort, regret. Suffering. Suffering. So there's no point. That's the. So, so, you know, like, yeah, it's just. 
I, I ask myself that question, you know, what is my alternative? And then I automatically say, I have no other choice. This right. is, and, when, and when you get to that spot in your mind, shit starts happening. You start becoming consistent. You wake up with that, I don't give a fuck mentality. I got to do what I got to do today to get me to this position because there's no other alternative. And that's the shit that I'm on. And that's the shit that, and you can see the results. You look back in the past two weeks of my actions, crazy. That'll lead us into our next thing, which is why, what, what is it, how we value actions? Or, yeah, we're uh, going to that soon. I wanted to talk about, okay. um, talk about how to wake up early. I want to give some tips how, how to the to listener of okay. uh, the process of waking up early. And I'll, I'll go first. I want to okay. touch on this topic that I actually just recently created for myself is uh, don't value the morning routine more than the evening routine. All you need in the morning is one reason to get up. But the evening routine is way more important than the morning routine, in my opinion, because the evening routine is what's going to get you relaxed and what's going to get you ready for the next day. And what's going to get you to bed early so that you can wake up early because going to bed early is the first step to waking up early, no matter what, if you're going to bed at 1am waking up at five is going to be nearly impossible unless you have some genetic mutation where you can get less sleep than normal or your sad guru. And you can meditate for eight hours a day and sleep for four hours a day, but most people aren't that. So the evening routine is uh, something simple, you know, it's just something to cultivate relaxation, maybe reflect on the day. So for mine, it's just journal. So whip out a journal and say how the day went. Um, what would I do better? What would I change? Meditate for five, 10 minutes just to relax. Get your clothes out for the next day. And then this is a hack. Put them on top of your alarm, whether that be your phone or an, an, an alarm clock or anything like that, and put your clothes on the alarm, which should be away from your bed, like across the room so that you have to get up. And then once you get up, if you're cold, then you put on your clothes right away. And then the next thing to do when you wake up is to make your bed so that you can't hop in your bed again. So that's the key. You get out of your bed so that Damn you gross. can turn off your alarm, put on your clothes, and then you make your bed. That's what you need to do in the morning. That's the number one thing. But the number one thing besides that is the evening routine, is which, which is getting to bed early, cultivating relaxation and self-reflection before bed. And that'll really get the ball rolling while you're sleeping. It'll prime your subconscious and it'll help for a more restful sleep, which will optimize your performance the next day. And I'll talk about the morning routine. Um, I definitely think the first thing you should do when you get up, like I said, is put on clothes and then make your bed. And then the second thing you should do is breathe deeply and drink water because you were dehydrated overnight and uh, drinking water is going to hydrate you. It's going to wake you up and it's going to make you feel energized. Um, you can do Himalayan salt water. That's what Joe Rogan does. And uh, yeah. And then next in the morning, what I would recommend, this is my recommendation. Jesse can do his recommendations, but I would recommend that you go over your core values and your core principles on living life. If you don't have these already, I would highly suggest you look up core values list on Google and then write down your top 10 out of that list and narrow it down and narrow it down until you get a refined top 10 that really means something to you truly. And then, uh, so yeah, I would review that. And then after that, I would do 15 to 30 minutes of visualization of um, your authentic self. So what your authentic self is, as I touched on this earlier, is who you truly want to be. So you want to visualize what would this person be doing? Um, who is this person? What would this person be doing right now? What would this person be doing in the future? And just visualize that and visualize it over and over and over again until it gets clear in your mind. And uh, why would you do this? It's because um, I'm reading Psycho-Cybernetics right now. And Basically, what happens is when you do this visualization, it forms memories because your brain cannot tell the difference between actual experience and visualized experience. So it forms memory and it refines your self-image. And like I said earlier, your self-image is the medium which every single experience and every single action, every single thought, everything you say goes through. So whatever your self-image is, is what you're going to express. So if you visualize every single day what your optimal self-image would be, then over time you're going to become optimal. So yeah, I'm done there. Jesse, you Man. can touch on your, uh, your morning stuff. That shit was crazy. Um, waking up early for me, like you said, first of all, 
the going to sleep is uh, more important than the morning. The morning is just what happens. The morning you getting you getting up early is the is the product of you going to bed early, right? Because you don't want to fucking like you said, if you go to bed at one a.m., you're not going to get up at five. You could. You're just going to have zero cognitive function because you got four hours of sleep. Right. You can't, you can't be you can't be this efficient and very efficient throughout your day if you got four hours of sleep. But also, what's important is doing like max like yo we have a we have a certain amount of energy that we wake up at the wake up with at the beginning of the day make sure you're doing shit throughout the day because like i woke up at 6 15 yesterday and i was i was ready i was sleeping by 10 something because my body tired by 10 o'clock yep i I was dead tired and tonight i'm gonna be dead tired by nine and i'm gonna go to bed at nine and then i'm gonna wake up at four tomorrow you know what i'm saying so Make sure, like, that's probably my most important tip is, yo, make sure you're using, you're, you're doing shit with your time because you are just going to be, you're just going to be tired. You know, you, you're, you have used all your energy. You've gave all the energy that you got through the your rest brain, of the Your brain takes up 20% of your entire body's caloric intake. You might think it's some muscle or something like that. No, your brain takes up 20%. So the more you use your brain, you're also, uh, you're also using that energy. So, yeah. Mm. But yeah like, Any tips on uh, waking up early or what you would do in the morning? What's your morning or evening routine? Or Yeah, I have a podcast about my morning routine, um, but I'll just go over. I'll link, I'll link the podcast in the description. Yeah, link that one in uh, the description. And then if you're on my channel, you've already probably seen that one. If you haven't, go check it out. But anyway. I'm just going to give you a brief rundown of what I do. I wake up, set my alarm off my phone. I don't touch my phone. I get up, I do my affirmation sheet. I read through my affirmation sheet 10 times. I go to my board and I have, I, I cause I wrote down the reasons why I'm on semen retention and OFAP. So I, I wrote down like six or seven reasons and I review why I'm doing that. Cause you have to remind yourself why you're doing things. Cause we forget, we forget that's that I'm going to, I was going to make a video about that. Um, but anyway, I review my reasons why I'm doing, I'm going on this journey in this, you know, doing that. And then I go over to my uh, principles, 10 principles that uh, me and Mason did a crash course. And at the end of it, um, we had, we came up with the 10 core principles that we live by. So I review my principles. Yeah. And we'll touch what on that the principles does, more in the end of the podcast. Yeah. That's the Ica guy I was talking about. Yeah. So, but basically what, like what that does is my morning routine. That's personally what I do. What that does for me is. First of all, the affirmations are, are are reprogramming my subconscious mind right off rip. I'm talking about it takes me, I go through it 10 times. So I am blah, 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 down the sheet 10 times. So that's really getting in my subconscious mind and I can feel it. I can feel the changes. Um, reviewing my reasons why I'm going on this journey, right? Um, and then I go to my principles. And, and that's really important because your actions throughout the day have to match your principles. If I have that, like one of my, my second value on there is family and friends. So right. if I'm not busy, I, I, I am trying to communicate with my family and friends in this. I still need to work on that. And I, I put that on there because in the past I was so excluded from everybody. I didn't want anything. My, my woke stage. I don't you yeah. Mason knows about it, but yeah, keep talking. I, was, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. I bet. But yeah. So like my, uh, I just, I value these principles, right? And, um, I just live by them. I review them in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I review them in the morning. So it gets my mind right for the day. Um, yeah, people, a person who gets up, I explained this in my, uh, my video on my morning routine. If you take two people, right. And the first person gets on his phone, as soon as he wakes up and goes on Instagram, he goes on Snapchat and he goes on, you know, YouTube and shit. First of all, he's, he's starting his day off in a consumer mindset. He's just consuming things, being consumed. Uh, no discipline at all. His subconscious mind is getting filled up with whatever he's consuming, right? And most likely he's just consuming other people's lives, uh, consuming information that does not do him any good. And then blah, 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 negativity. And then you have this person over here that like me or Mason or someone who has a strong morning routine wakes up, gets his mind right and, and gets ready for the day mentally. That in itself takes discipline, right? the the act of doing your morning routine actually takes your discipline so that person this person versus this person who do you think is going to be more productive and more happy and more fulfilled and more whatever blah 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 on the third like this person over here is going to feel is going to have an overall better quality of life than this person over here so that's why my morning routine is very important that's why i take it very serious 
Awesome. You you miss like you miss like some you miss some of that, but that's still so funny. I'll listen afterwards. Oh, God, you just came in. anyway. Um, yeah, hear so yeah, valuing action to so stem off of the morning routine, uh, which is something that can help you produce more action in life. Uh, are you ready? I can talk or you can talk. You go, you go, bro. You go. All right. So first off, I'll start with a little story um, and something that changed my life, even though I didn't finish it necessarily. I got through like um, two thirds of it and then I kind of stopped it because the rest of it was unnecessary, in my opinion. That's 75 hard. So what I did was <laughs> during school, I started during school and then throughout like uh, part of the summer, I did 75 hard for like 50 days, 60 days, something like that. Um, and what it taught me was there's a difference between action and thinking and comfort. And once I started taking action, what, what I did was two 45 minute workouts a day. I would drink a gallon of water a day, which is a habit now. Um, your camera was bugging out. It did it right there. Like mine did. It froze. But anyway, keep going. But yeah, um, two 45 minute workouts a day, gallon of water a day, 10 pages of reading a day, which now I do way more. I do like 50. (laughs) Um, and what else taking a progress picture every day. One of the workouts has to be outside. And then, uh, what else is there? I don't know. There's another component of 75 hard. It's like, I got the app on my phone. I can look it up real quick. Uh, 75. I'm pretty sure it's just do a clean diet. I'm pretty sure that's what no cheat meals and have a clean diet. Oh, yeah. No cheat meals. No cheat meals. Yeah. Or alcohol. No cheat meals or alcohol. But yeah. So, what 75 Hard taught me is like once I started taking action, especially with the reading and the working out, I started noticing that my discipline was raising and, um, I was like raising my happiness level because I was actually doing things. I wasn't just sitting around all day. I wasn't couch philosophizing. If you know that term, it's called couch philosophy. It's when you're sitting, well, never heard that as a couch philosophy. It's like, you're just sitting around all day and you're thinking deep thoughts. Like what is that going to value? If you never take action on them, you're just going to sit there and you're just going to be comfort comfortable. And that's, that's where a lot of hippies and new age spiritual people are stuck right now. They have all these amazing ideas. They have all these amazing thoughts and uh, they never act on them and they never actualize them into reality. So what's the purpose of thinking them? I mean, sure, you yourself can become enlightened. That's a very good accomplishment. And you yourself can think deep thoughts and be wise. But what's the point? I mean, there is no point. But what's the point unless you share it with the world? and you actualize and you you have goals and you achieve the goals yeah that i was gonna say that and then you said it for me was a new age spirituality which is what me and mason were caught in is the whole as mason says uh spirituality (laughs) yeah like like it's just complete like thinking it's all it is really it's just thinking and thinking and looking back now 2020 hindsight i did zero action i didn't i wasn't building anything for myself i wasn't really i got bad for a minute too and and here's where here's where i want to touch on something in my experience uh i'll share one of my experiences so on this youtube channel if you're watching this on my uh channel on this youtube channel all the videos are still up you can go back and this is when i was uh in my last stage in my last level of you know leveling up um i've grown up from that stage is um yeah i just talked a lot of shit i just did i just did a whole lot of talking and not any doing i didn't do any doing uh what what i did is is um by not taking any action i knew deep down that i wasn't doing anything and then on top of that i used all my dogma all my beliefs to defend myself and to rationalize my mediocrity so what i was doing is I was, and this is something that I'm not even proud of doing uh, I, on this channel. Like you can go back, you can go on this and look at all, everything I'm talking about. I would make a video, right? I would, I would take my phone, blah, 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 all oh, you know, I'm talking about this, all this, all this, everything that's on my mind, right? And I'll talk about discipline and I'll talk about doing these certain things in this lifestyle. And then I wasn't doing them off the camera. I wasn't, I was not practicing them. I was because this is the whole YouTuber trap that people get caught up with. They don't speak the truth. They're not real. They're not, you know, they're not really authentic with what the hell they're saying. Like I would, you know, I know cause I lived it for like two years. Yeah, um, me too. I had, I hadn't, I had an idea in my head of a video that I could make 
pressed record, talked about it, uploaded it, and then a week later, be doing the same thing, not doing, yeah. not practicing what I was preaching. So that was just a whole learning curve. And what I did actually is I, I quit YouTube. I stopped making YouTube videos for like three months, three, months, three and yeah. a half months. I actually, and, I was in the same boat. Let me just touch on that real quick. Yeah, I was yeah, in the yeah. same boat. You can't look back though, because I, I went through such an existential crisis. It led me to delete all of my videos. So you can't see all the old videos anymore back when I was a hippie. And there was a lot of cool stuff there. I wish I didn't delete it, but I went through an existential crisis because I literally, I was not practicing what I was preaching. And I felt like, I felt like everything was just my ego and everything was just, it was not good. Facts, like, like, see, that's the thing. I, I, I had those thoughts too about like deleting all my videos and just starting fresh and but um, what that what that really would have done, and, and I know that you regret this, uh, is you can see the whole, you can see the progress. I remember you said to me one night, I was at your house, you said, this was like recently, I think, I, I think it was like a couple of days ago, you said you went from making one video, blah, blah, blah. And then you said you went from that to I've been living a lie this whole time. I remember the titles. To, yeah. um, to uh, and then the next video was uh, uh, the difference between thinking and doing. Thinking and, and the doing, next video. Yep. And then, and then the next video were like my vlogs and then now this podcast and now look yeah like look at if, how if you fast at, you evolved just through like, changing your thoughts to action literally within a few literally, months literally within like a few months exactly like i and and this is always something that i had in my head um and i knew that i wasn't doing i i literally remember <laughs> i remember so when you started the you versus you podcast like a year and a half ago but then you made oh, like three, yeah. you made like three episodes. You also had a one called Talking Shit or something like that. And Talk then you had shit with Jesse Russell, yeah. And then you had another one called <laughs> yeah, Anything dude. and Everything. You remember that? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah, that was a whole separate channel that I made like two episodes on. <laughs> so, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And then, like and then me, I had one called uh Mindstorm with Mason. And uh yeah. I made like oh, nine we, episodes and then I quit. Yeah, we we just well and we and would I start think, things and never finish them. That was a big and, thing. And that but but that's so important. That that's amazing because this is this is something that you have to we have to me and you have to understand and something that other people need to understand. Stick with a lot of people. uh, Well, yeah, that, but like a lot of people don't even start those. So imagine them actually doing what we're doing and actually sticking with some shit. A lot of people don't even start the first thing that they want to start. You realize that me and you have reinvented ourselves like six times now. And now we're here. Now we're here. But most people don't even start the first step of reinvention. And if you, and if you're watching this video, if you're out there listening to us and you haven't started anything, like you really have all these ideas you really have all these things that you want to do disclaimer before you even start doing it realize that you're going to start it and then you're going to do something else and then you're going to do something yeah. else and then that that's going to lead you there that's but it's all going to lead up into this final version it's going to be a process version. of starting failing starting failing yeah. you're going to learn it, all it's, your it's, lessons and it's all going to come right. to like a a perfect mixture of who you truly want to be. And then you're going to start taking action on that. And you're going to say, okay, this is the one thing that I'm going to commit to. And all the other stuff is going to drop off. And then you're going to snowball effect all the way up. Yeah. Hey, uh, restart your camera. Look every minute too. Oh, uh, you're oh, okay. freezing the past couple minutes, but uh, yeah, like literally um, like just action. So like now it's like going back to like what the original question, what was the original question? Uh, how valuing action or something like that. Yeah. Valuing action. Okay, yeah, like yo, I'm waking and this is going goes back to the morning routine also. It's like I'm waking up in the morning, getting my mind right, but also with that mentality of I don't give a fuck and having no other alternative. I need to do this. There is no other option. Like, bro, I'm be I'm be straight up with you, bro. I know I don't really do shit. For, I, I I you know, I don't really do things for money, but I know that it's going to come to me and I feel like I have a feeling that it's going to end up financially. Okay. I just dropped like $250 yesterday to pay for my phone and some bullshit bills that I had to pay. So like my money's running out, but I, I keep seeing numbers everywhere. And like, at like, I'll see eight, 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 one, 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 two, two, two. And it's just like, okay, I can't deny that these numbers are here. They're, they're right in front of me. And so I know I'm doing some shit, right? So when I do have that mentality of I don't give a fuck, like I have to do, like I just don't, I have zero cares in the world and it's just going to only develop, but like I have to do things. So like I'm putting myself in positions, needless to say, like the whole like summary is I'm putting myself in a situation where I, I have no other option, but to take action. You value I, I what have, you love and yourself over everything else. 
Yeah, like like I value I value progress in in development of my character and and uh development of my discipline, building my empire, uh my my self-actualization and actually actualizing everything I've been dreaming about for the past however long. Like yeah. I just I I value I value progress in myself and seeing results in myself. But you can't get to results by thinking. And life unfolds in chapters and phases that's that's a very important lesson to learn as well um because like the past two years i would say we're in the limbo phase if you don't know about the four phases actualize has a video on it um i don't know who he got it from but uh actualize.org he has a video on it so life unfolds in chapters and phases there's the limbo phase and then there's like the gaining momentum, starting your thing, being consistent phase. And then there's the phase where you get all the fruits of your results and you're loving everything and everything like that. And then then there's the next phase where it all ends. And then you start a new, um, you start a new cycle of the phases. And I think for the fast or for the past two years, we were kind of in the state because these stages can last anywhere from one year to like five years to six years to 10 years. Um, And the last, couple years we were in the limbo phase we were in the idea phase thinking and trying ideas out and not necessarily acting as much but trying ideas out and just exploring life basically so that we could understand and move on properly to the next stage and what we actually wanted to stay consistent with so what we are saying is definitely value action but also don't be afraid to go through the idea stage. Don't be afraid to try a bunch of random things out. Don't be afraid to fail a million times. Right. Because that's all necessary in the process because you can't have step two and step three and step four without step one. So always take step one. You can't jump yeah. steps unless that you're was... like some Olympic athlete or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like that just reconfirms what I said earlier. Like if you're listening to this, if you're watching this and you are hearing from us that it we, we've went through all these stages from when we first started but, but and you're going to be scared because you're not going to want to go through them a lot of, a lot of everybody's psychology is i want to be here by that by here and what they don't fail to realize and what i don't fail to realize and what you don't fail to realize and what everybody doesn't fail to realize is that we have to go through these steps to get to the next step so they are essential if you want to be anywhere and you just have to bite the bullet and be like okay i gotta i have to do this all right fuck let's go and then you start and you start taking action and then it, it and then it unfolds in stages and chapters and then you just keep leveling up and that's how it is that's the process of actually doing this shit of actually doing what you want self-actualization so yeah. oh yeah i think that's a i think that's a very good end to the valuing action section of this podcast so let's move on to life's aim self-image and ikigai so do we want to start out with uh, our little experience with the so, workshop that I made? I have the notes. Oh, yes. I have the notes I got, here. I got mine over there too. Yeah, I remember it though. So um, yeah, we did a two-hour long life purpose workshop that I uh, I kind of created. So what this was, I made a podcast about it, but I made the podcast after I'd eaten like a two thousand five hundred calorie meal, and I was super anxious, <laughs> and I like my brain was not working. So I'll just explain this once again. 15 minutes of visualization of the limitless dream life. Write what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for for 15 minutes. Draw connections between the four for 10 minutes using the Ikigai diagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll show you the diagram right here. If my camera will show it. Maybe uh, focus. There you go. So it's like a, it's like a double Venn diagram essentially. And uh, it's what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for and what the world needs. And in between all those is passion, profession, vocation, and mission. And in between all those is your Ikigai, which is your life's meaning and your life's work. So after that, 20 more minutes of visualization with the newfound knowledge of you drawing the connections between what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for and what the world needs. And then for 10 more minutes, write down every single fear and every single reason why you can't achieve these things and why these things are not available to you. And then for another 10 minutes, write down the explanations for why these fears are complete BS and why they mean nothing and they will not actually 
you know, stop your progress. So then after that, for 15 more minutes, you want to write down your top core values and narrow the list down to a top five or a top 10. And for this, you want to use a core value list on uh, Google. Just look up core values. There's going to be lists of like hundreds and hundreds of core values. Write down every single one that you resonate with. And then after that, write down every single one that you resonate with from the one that you resonated with. And just keep on narrowing that down until you get to a top 10 or a top five. So then after that, this is the most important step. So listen up for 10, 25 minutes, you're going to formulate a specific goal and plan and come up with 12 concrete steps, projects, or actions to achieve the goal. Then no matter what, you're going to commit for the next year to one of these steps or projects each month. So it's going to be 12 projects that you work on or 12 goals that you work on or 12 actions that you need to produce in your life. And through these actions, you will eventually achieve your ultimate goal, which is financial freedom or becoming your authentic self or forming a meditation habit or just something, some grand goal that you really have. And then you formulate or you, um, you deconstruct that down to 12 goals that will help you achieve that goal. And then for the next 12 months, you act on those no matter what, and that's what you do. And there you go. You have your icky guy and your life's purpose settled for the next year of your life, basically. Yeah, that was a powerful, uh, powerful, powerful practice and uh, thing activity that we did. Um, you know, it just gives you more direction. And I even had the thought of uh, doing it multiple times to and see if they, you have different results, if you have a uh, different, you know, if you can compare them and see if you have different things. I didn't do it, but I'm saying, like, if we wanted to, we can even narrow it down even more and maybe find out something new. But, yeah, like, just direction, just straight direction. Um, you know, going into that workshop, we both had, like, a general idea, but I felt like, it was kind of cloudy, kind of foggy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just kind of like, eh, okay, I'm going into the future, but the future looks kind of, you know, maybe it's a little foggy out this morning. You know what I'm saying? I got to have my lights on, so my, my fog lights on to see. And I felt like doing that practice along with all the other, you know, disciplinary uh, vision work and all the other things combined with that to add on top of that, it really gives you real direction, not like, I want to have a house when I'm 30. I want to yeah. have like direction. You know what I'm saying? So that that's why the visualization oh. helps. It helps you really yeah, right. clear in your mind that goal and that self image that will exactly. point you the direction that you need to go. And that, and that, uh, at the end of that, my, did you, I don't know if you mentioned the 10 principles at the end of that, we formulated 10 principles. Yeah. After I did. All that stuff. Okay. But, uh, anyway, we formulate the 10 principles and that's what I go back to every morning. It's part of our morning routine is off of that practice, that, that uh, course that we did, the crash course. So part of my morning routine, put it close to the camera, maybe. Oh. I just want to show, this is the amount of writing. Yeah. Watching on this <laughs> this is the amount of writing a lot. that it took. Yeah, a lot of writing. So it's, like it's actually a process. It's not just something that you can do real quick. It's something that you should take very seriously. Is yeah, your, it's not uh, something your really guy. Um, yeah, I even signed at the end of it to commit. But. To confirm, yeah. And, like, you know, man. Woo! Oh, that's crazy. Along with regular visioning. Actually, I haven't even been writing down in my vision book uh, like I was before. Um, I've just been using it kind of as a notebook. But I still have these visions in my head that I create um and yeah just like general direction uh chasing chasing the quality things in life chasing fulfillment chasing accomplishment you know what i'm saying like a lot of people um that's something i was thinking about while you were saying that the whole spiritual age people you know like i'm about to make a podcast i got an idea for a podcast that is just completely going to shit on new age spirituality and the whole idea of what it is because it's stupid. It's really immature. And I want to like, I just remember that what Leo said, he said, uh, and these pe spiritual people will say, no, remember this is like spiritual people will say, no, I put that in my first uh, ever YouTube video. Yeah. I, have, I, have I remember that. that. Nah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and he said, uh, or the, he said that people were going to this new age spirituality people are going to be like, Oh, you're just chasing. And there's oh, nothing and to like, do. 
nothing to do. Stop and chasing. Like, uh, this is the dumbest yeah. fucking idea I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah. And, then, and then he was like, he was like, these are some undeveloped motherfuckers. Yeah. They are. I was um, that. I was that undeveloped person. What? Surprisingly, though, spiritual people, new age spirituality, they are more developed than uh, the majority of the population. But oh, yeah, they have their own delusion and dogma. And I mean, like developed like consciously. Yeah. Um, there's definitely value in going through a spiritual phase. I'm not oh, going to like 100%. say completely that it's not good to go through a spiritual phase. First I think all, if you want to if you want to experience life in a different degree and open up your mind a lot. Go through a new age spirituality phase. It's very so, beneficial. So yeah, let me so let me kind of re-elaborate my energy towards that. I'm not saying fuck that. I'm saying it was a uh okay. You're at a baseline level, baseline consciousness, right? Average person doesn't really have any knowledge on you know what all this spiritual new age spirituality brings, right? You go through the your your awakening, right? You wait, you 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 figuring out everything, you're look, you're you're your mind is getting open to everything and it's a lot of information it is a lot and uh truly it's it was like an addiction for me like i literally was just consuming the, these content this content over like for a long period of time um i would say that i personally went through more than most like truly like i really feel i really believe that like i went through i was way more deep into it than a lot of spiritual people um and that is necessary you know if you if you want to wake up but then uh the reason I the reason I say the reason I want to talk about it and get people to evolve from because that's really what it is. They re I really want people to evolve from that stage, um, and because I did it myself, um, I I really understood. And Mason, you can relate to this. That that whole spiritual phase, um, it kind of got boring after a while, and it kind of got old, and, and it kind of it was the same old shit, you know. And it really gave you limiting beliefs, even though it opened your mind up to a whole lot. Like a felt like. Uh, limitless beliefs it actually brought it down a lot um at the same time it's, at the it's, a, it's start, a contradictory thing at the start um it was very open and very positive but then the more you get into it the more you get attached to your beliefs the more dogmatic you get in your new age spirituality the worse it gets so i think that you should exactly. you should never it's like sad sad guru said this he's like personalities and personas are like masks right but then if you get too sucked into one and you let it become your actual full-on personality, then it's like super gluing a mask to your face. And what happens when you do it? Oh, I can't talk. It's not clear enough. <laughs> yeah. But, um, exactly. Exactly. But he says that your personality should be liquid and flexible. And basically what that means is to keep a very, very open mind and to never let your delusions or just be aware of delusions and self-deceptions and never let your beliefs and your um, your thoughts about reality actually deceive you and always try and think of the opposite thing and always allow for different perspectives. If someone argues, argues with you, let their opinion be valid, valid unless it isn't valid. Um, exactly. Try not but, to view the world in a super biased view. That's just that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and that's where I'm going to go off of that because that proves my point. Like, like it like in the beginning it was fun it was amazing you were open up to all holy shit i am this i'm not just this i'm not just somebody i'm not just like, this not, human yeah yeah like like you actually open yourself up to everything right um but then what happens is for example with me like like yo um it got to a point where I was actually suffering and I was missing out on life because of my dogmatic beliefs from spirituality. Like uh, a big thing in the whole spiritual community is like eating food. Like I was missing out and I was, I was literally not eating certain foods because they would lower my vibration. Okay. Now I would literally have thoughts of like, dude, this is like straight up. And this is just to explain how bad it is. Like how, like how dumb and immature this, this really is on my life on my my personal experience i would get to a point where i would like eat something eat some shit and i would get that mental static and then uh i would feel a certain way right and then i would and then i would like go down that emotional roller coaster of negative negativity and that fear and that uh whatever and i would be like i literally would have the thoughts i'm like should i even eat like it's so silly you know what i'm saying like it's so yeah. silly so but but now 
that shit got old and it, and it kind of i didn't even really try to change it kind of just happened you know what i'm saying i yeah. just stopped do i just stopped doing all that stupid shit i stopped viewing the world from a spiritual standpoint i started viewing reality for what it was and not trying to to view it through some kind of high vibrational spiritual i can't yeah. go to the, i can't go to that's a, a little bit too to self-biased it's it is and so now but then also realizing that because i fully made the switch i'm not i'm not even i wouldn't even consider myself a spiritual person but i'm more connected to myself than ever like literally right now like i am more connected with who i truly am than i ever have been before and so and so like just looking back uh really truly i was just being a pussy i was just being a bitch like straight up, like because I, because I was just so in my own head, you know that I feel like that's what spirituality is the opposite of what it, you know it all made up to be. Oh, I'm you get out into your body. I am God. Vibration. Yeah, all that stuff, right? Uh, like, sure, you might be God in God a metaphysical sense, but if you're constantly repeating affirmations like "I am God," "I am this," "I am that," whatever you assign meaning to as the word God is what's going through it, and. The way that um, the non-dualists and all the enlightenment teachers and everything like that actually describe God is literally nothing. And even when you, we think of nothing, that's your idea of nothing. It's not actually nothing because you can't have an idea of nothing. You get to experience. So when you're saying I am God, you don't know what actual intent is behind it. It's like it's just and, it's self-delusion. And, and, and even with the whole like, let me let me just clarify, too affirmations are real yeah they are they are, they are, they are real but you need things. to specify the affirmations um, to a specific goal yeah and you need to think of it differently and also like the whole manifestation and okay my here's my problem with the whole manifesting thing okay you got people and i know people and we know people not saying names we know people who walk around with crystals all day talking about i am abundant talking about like I am this, I am this, blah blah blah, and then they're chilling when they're free time. You're not gonna be rich if you just. Ch- you're not gonna be rich if if you if you're awake 16 hours a day. You're not gonna be rich if you spend three hours a day focusing on your financial. It's not gonna happen. If you want to be rich, which is millions and millions of dollars, you need to be putting forth most of your energy. Because let me just be honest, it's fucking hard to become rich and like super rich. It's a very that's, that's nobody's rich. And so when you when you throw around these words like I am abundant, I am blah, 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 I am rich, I am uh, all these things. Right. And then you're walking around with these crystals on your bracelet, crystals and crystals on your neck and have a billion rocks in your room. Like, oh, this this rock attracts money. All right. Sit in your room all day with a thousand of those rocks and let's see money flow into your room yeah let's, let's see how fucking rich you get like it, it's it's logical you don't like i feel like spirituality has too much faith you know what i'm saying like it, too it, much. It there's a good balance much yeah there's a balance between you know rational rationality and irrationality and exactly. uh you got to find that balance for yourself early and it's like and, 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 and without becoming me. deluded and that was me i would literally sit <laughs> this is how fucking dumb i live and the weird but thing I, is like it's rational irrationality you rationalize your own irrationality it's like it goes deep right it goes very deep but what i was saying is is like yo i would i would literally this is i remember doing this i'll explain it to you i'll literally go outside grab all my crystals i gotta charge them you know i gotta put them on the ground and charge them and shit you know gotta put them in the grass so the sunlight gets them so they can charge up right so dumb and then i would sit there and meditate right and i would i would actually like trick myself into thinking i was at a high vibrational i was in a high vibration that's self-hypnosis i mean and and it works it's like like uh, the the placebo effect right that's exactly what it it was a fucking placebo right and then i actually believed for a minute there that i was uh that i was um you know that I was like, I couldn't meditate without the crystals with me. Like it's, it, it's so mental. It's so, it's so silly. It's, it's so, it's so immature. Like it's so silly. Like I just can't, it's so dumb. And that was back when I was consuming, not knocking on anybody because I don't really care what other people do. Uh, that's when I was talking, when I was watching, uh, you know, Foster eBay and Enoch the Freestyle Prince and Infinite Waters and Spiritual Soul and all these people, right? And um, I just look at them and I just see one thing in common is they're just not accomplishing. 
they're not they, uh, physically not doing they're not they're not doing anything like well, i get it that you want to meditate they're doing stuff they have no, some they of them have are, good knowledge the majority. to an extent but they take it too far right With the that's conspiracy what, yeah, exactly, theories exactly. and all that yeah yeah i that's what i'm trying to say is like they, they take it a bit too far and i just feel like i feel like at the end of the day like I just if you if you weigh out right if you weigh out okay someone like Leo on actualized.org right who is self-actualizing the hero's journey at the end of his life he is going to have maxed out his life he is going to have done everything he possibly could with his vessel with his with his everything and he can and he's done everything right he he has maxed out his potential to the max and then you have somebody who is quote unquote spiritual and in, who is literally uh, just a couch ar- arm couch armchair right armchair philosopher yeah right and 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 you take those two people and at the end of the day dude at the at the end of the day h- how do you view yourself do you feel more fulfilled like like that's what it really comes down to are you, have you to really be happy brutally with satisfied honest with yourself right and and i just i i just know within myself right that someone like leo who is self-actualizing Right, who's self-actualizing and, and is doing the hero's journey versus somebody who just meditated and read of all these spiritual books and crystals and all this spirituality shit. The person over here, like Leo, is gonna be he's gonna live a more fulfilling life at that. Like when, when he's about to die, he is gonna regret nothing. And that and that's what it's about. That's what life is about. Not just the spiritual side of life, because that is important too. About but, living life to your fullest fullest the, the max like capacity the max possibility that's what it's because about, so logically what is there to do with life except for live it you can't do anything else with life i mean unless right. you talk about spiritual enlightenment and then like the ego dies while you're alive but that's still life that's still the governing principle there is life yeah so what is there to do Except for like, like if, if, like, let me just like break things. Like, this is just how I view things. If life was just about internalizing things and going within yourself and meditating and doing all these things, why was the human body like built like it is? Why do we have hands so we can survive? Right. Why do we have feet and, and legs in our body apart so we can go out and do things? Right. I'm not knocking the spiritual side of life. That's very important. But I'm saying there's so much balance. more we can do. There's, there's so balance. much more we can do. And so we are built to, for survival. And that's another Like I thing. said, you can't have the second step without the first step. Right. Exactly. So you got to so, focus on yeah, your body just, as well. That's that's pretty much my view. I might just upload that clip to my channel to get my point across. But, like, it, there's so much more to life than just uh, the internal side of things. Right. Also, and this ties back you know, in with the topic the last topic that we were talking about is uh life's aim like i said you cannot have the second step without the first step don't be afraid to take that first step don't be afraid to mess up you're gonna fail you're gonna do all that but in the end you're gonna either regret or you're gonna not regret and uh the easiest way to not regret is to literally live life ask the question who is my authentic self what is my authentic self doing and then be that person because that's your true life's aim is what you truly want to be in your true authentic self. That's the life's aim that you really desire. And that's the life's aim that's going to lead you to the least regret. And also I would just recommend um, do some research into spirituality, like real spirituality, like metaphysics and spiritual enlightenment. That'll like open up your perspective, like crazy on life. Oh, for sure. But yeah, we can end this podcast here soon. If, If you have one more, Thing that you need to say we, you can say it real quick yeah i just had to stop when you were talking about the whole regret thing and uh gary v popped in my mind and i just had this thought of like okay you were saying like what do you see yourself doing that is your that is your like that's what you're supposed to be doing like like when you get to a point where okay this is I, i've shared with this i've shared this with you before mason when i uh when i about to die i want to look back at my life and I want to be in a place where I can't think, I can't even think of anything more that I could have accomplished and got done and experienced. Because really, when you're at that point, you are completely at peace with yourself. Everything you've wanted to 
uh, develop yourself into everything that you see yourself doing in life. That is the max capacity. That is, that is the, the max, uh, um, you know, that is the, the most you can do. So if you tap out, if, if you do the most you can do, you're about to die, right? You'd be sitting on your deathbed and you'd be sitting there and you'd be like, whoa, like, this is actually what it'll feel like. This is what I'm going to feel like. I'm going to be like, whoa, there isn't anything I could have done more than I did. You leave, you have nothing, you have no other option in that moment, but to feel completely fulfilled with unconditional love, with, with, with anything, because you had this one life, this one, this one thing, and then you did everything in that life you could even think about doing. And when you accomplish that, that is what zero regrets feels like and looks like. So that right there is where I'm trying to get to. So until I, you know, and, and I, if I die on the way there, then I, that's why the, okay, what do I see myself doing tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? What do I see myself doing tomorrow and focusing on that day and maxing out my potential for that day? Because if you max out every single day, every day leads up until you die. Self-actualized life. So exactly. That's my, and that's, that's why my I started this podcast right here. Max out with Mason because we are max maxing out, out our lives. Maxing out life, bro. Like straight up. We're maxing out our potential. But yeah, hey, that's going to be it for it. this podcast. If you listen hey. all the way, thank you so much. This um, podcast is crazy. Check out Jesse's socials and uh, check out my socials in the description. And uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is going to be the end of a clip, I guarantee. Um, like and subscribe, please. Also follow the podcast. Follow Jesse's podcast, which is also going to be in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Peace. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> that was